Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello, hello, cosmic soul. I am hopping on here today to do sort of a mixture of conversations around the energy right now. Um, I just didn't feel like actually recording a video. So here I am on the podcast chatting with you all about the energy. And what I'm looking at today is really powerful and really beautiful for us. So I knew I needed to hop on real quick and just post this today. So you're going to get the actual momentary download that's happening this morning in your inbox later today. Because the energy right now is very, very potent and beautiful. So we get to tap into the Venus North Node conjunction today, which also means it's the Venus South Node opposition today, right? Because we have to remember when we're working with the nodes, there's always two forces in play. So first let's talk about, you know, the magic of this conjunction. And then obviously we're going to weave in the karma and the big collective and personal lessons that come in with the south node. Now, if you guys know my work at all, if you've, you know, been working with me for a while or you know, been listening to the podcast for a little bit, you know how important the south node is in karmic astrology. There are certain points that are very, very potent and powerful specifically to work with and the south node is at like the top of that that list it's really really high up there because the south node truly represents all this karmic information we bring in from past lives it's like we've been doing this energy for so many incarnations that it's a natural comfort zone and if you guys don't know the nodes of fate are linked into the moon they're a part of the moon's elliptical orbit and so much like the moon they are emotional they are um, this more emotional faded energy that we bring in. So you're going to have your moon energy, which is the subconscious, beautiful energy we can tap into another day. But you're also going to have your south node and they're going to be different. Sometimes they'll be conjunct, but often they are going to be different energies. Okay. So really understanding that when we're working with the south node, we are working with old karmic patterns, repeated signatures. It can be on its low octave. You know, our pitfalls, our downfalls, our ego operational spots is like where we fall into our lowest octave. Uh, when we're being part of our lowest expression, we're often in our south node. But there are superpowers to the south node as well. I don't ever want you guys to fear or reject your south node because within that energy, there is magic. You know, this is a mastery that you have been doing for countless lives. And so when we're looking at it collectively, having the North Node, South Node in certain signs, we look at it and we say, you know, what does that mean karmically for the collective? What is the collective karmically having be revealed at this time? Well, Scorpio is very much around the revealing, right? The revealing of 
low octaves of you know manipulation of abuse of control of fear of um, you know abuses of power there is a deep emotional psychic nature that can be linked into Scorpio and its low octave around manipulation of sacred magic. And we're having all of that come to the surface through this transit. And with Venus, we've got to talk about what these faded energies are guiding us toward. Now, the North Node is the shining star of the collective right now, right? It's the North Star. It's what we're working toward collectively. And then you're going to find in your chart what it's shifting within you personally, right? But collectively, we are being guided to up level into more Taurus like, you know, like ways of living. So this means more sustainability, more body consciousness, more body sovereignty, more sensuality, more pleasure, uh, more sustainable food practices. This is what we're being called to do. So when we're called into seeing how we treat the earth and how we, um, how we honor sustainability, how we honor our living here on the earth in this realm, you know, using up resources, we come into this question around values. Okay, so Venus truly represents our values our partnerships, our harmony, our balance, um, how we make the word world more beautiful. It is our money. It's our financial abundance. It's our prosperity. It's our worth, very much our self-worth, we have to remember, is being brought to the surface here as well. So for instance, anyone who had, you know, Chiron in Taurus is going to have self-worth issues. And so those self-worth things are coming to a head to guide us into faded alignments around our self-worth at this time. And this is all the stuff boiling to the surface. We have to remember that Taurus is ruled by Venus. And so in Taurus being ruled by Venus, we have this double octave right now as, uh, double octave's not the word I wanna say, but a double, you know, double header as we have the, the faded North Node in Taurus. Venus in Taurus conjunct and they are operating from a Venetian lens, which is Taurus. So we have all this Venetian energy coming to the surface saying, what do you value? And collectively, it's the question of like, what do we collectively value? You know, what have we been operating from? What is the lens we've been operating from around our values, around our worth, around money, around um, our views of abundance collectively, our views of sustainability, our views around the earth. Obviously, big conversations are happening around the climate, around, you know, the actual weather, <laughs> around food, the big conversation around food, around abundance, the shift of money, the, um, the all the information coming up around you know, the dollar doing what it's doing, Bitcoin, crypto, all of this stuff shifting because we are shifting our consciousness and in shifting our consciousness, there needs to be a shift of how we operate. Have we been in alignment with our values? And when we ask that question, the bigger question is, what 
are our collective values and are those collective values in alignment with Taurus? Now we've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed, you know, sustainability is obviously becoming more popular. And though what happens when sustainability becomes more popular is we get things like greenwashing, right? We get companies out there uh, virtue signaling and pretending to be green, pretending to be sustainable, or putting some sort of fun word in their product so that people say, oh, it's green, I'm going to buy it. But are those companies, these mass conglomerates, these corporations in alignment with our values as a collective around what goes into and on our earth, what goes into and on our bodies? The answer is no, obviously, with most of these companies, but we are seeing, you know, a back to basics conversation happening within the corporate world and not even the corporate world, because I feel like that word is kind of (laughs) going to shift, but within the conscious you know, business world of companies being very conscious around becoming actually focused on clean products or actually focused on sustainable products. Uh, And we do see that back to basics vibe, which is very Taurus to simplify. And I'm noticing with everyone, right? You know, people are not everyone, but um, people who are awakening are, are being very conscious of the makeup they wear, the skin products they wear, knowing exactly what's in those products and what ingredients are being absorbed into their vessel. And then what ingredients are being, you know, put into our earth, put into our water system. These are big conversations. They're very Taurus. And Venus, again, is that value. So what do we value? If we value taking care of the earth and coming back to the earth and something's got to change. And these are the faded change, faded changes, I should say, that are happening. And like, is money, is the money system helping or hindering us? Is, you know, the housing market helping or hindering us? All, all these things are going to come up to what do we value and is it working? And Scorpio, <laughs> the south node, is the job of Scorpio. And this is why everyone jokes that Scorpios are the sleuths, the, um, the investigators, right? It's because Scorpio's job is to flush out information to reveal right it's its job to go into the darkness into the underworld into those deep waters and fish out all the information people aren't willing to look at right anyone but a scorpio is going to look away from that information and say no i don't want to know i don't want to know what's under there i don't want to know what's in that water and a scorpio so the scorpio south node is going to go i don't care if you don't want to know i'm going in and i'm going to find out and then i'm going to reveal everything that's needed to know about where you or the collective have been living in align out of alignment so the question is you know collectively where have we been living in control or where have we been controlled? Who's been the controller? Who has been the manipulator? Who has been manipulating data? Okay, who, who's been manipulating data? Go back to the corporations for a minute. Manipulating data and information to sell products that are quote unquote green. This is an ultimate low octave of Scorpio to manipulate and <laughs> attempt to control to get more money from other people. The high octave is to sleuth out and know that it's time to let that go. It's time to remove and detoxify so that we actually can become more blank statement, whatever it is we're looking for. 
So Venus, Venus brings all this stuff up, right? And we have to look at our partnerships here. We have to look at our, like I said, values, our self-worth and our money. This is the stuff that's going to come to the surface. So I want you to tap into the themes that are popping up for you. You know, what are those themes that are coming up, exposing to you what you need to heal, what you need to, uh, or how, let's say how you need to re- redirect yourself, realign yourself to live more in, more in your true aligned state. And so my question for you, and I mean for the collective as well, for all of us is what are your values? Because your values are going to look very different than my values. Your values are going to look very different than, you know, some, um, corporate person who is doing that greenwashing, your values are going to look very different than them. Where, what are your values and are you living in alignment with them? And if the answer is no, (laughs) where do you need to redirect yourself? Where do you need to realign? What needs to shift? And if you come to this question and you say, I don't actually know my values, that's okay. That's, that's part of this, right? I remember years ago working at Lululemon and Lululemon is a great company for, you know, sitting down its people and asking questions like, what are your values? And I don't think I'd ever really had anyone ask this question so intently. Maybe in my yoga training, there was a little bit of this, but, you know, they really sat us down. They gave us these handouts and they made us actually, you know, pick out of hundreds of values. What were your top, I don't remember if it was five or 10 or if it was whatever number it was. It was like, what are your values? Like, what do you live for? And when you're living out of alignment, like you have to tap back in and be like, okay, I'm not actually in my values. And I remember my values were similar to what they are now, but different. Uh, I know freedom was at the top of that list. I know passion was at the top of that list. I'm trying to remember the other ones right now. I can't get them all, but you know, now tapping into my values, I'm very, very clear on what I value. What is important to me? What is worth my time and energy? And where I'm going to put all of my, you know, all of my energy into or what I'm going to put all my energy into in order to operate in more alignment for my life and my truth. And so those values for me are still freedoms, number one, (laughs) passion still in there, love, you know, one of my statements right now is like leading with love. And, you know, when I tap into it, there's a lot of stuff around truth and around being open-minded and boundary work. But freedom is my number one value. Peace is my other one. Oh, I almost forgot it there. Peace and freedom. When I come down to asking questions, like what are my values? And, you know, asking questions around things I'm inviting into my life or shifts I'm making, my questions are around, does this bring me peace? Is this going to bring me peace? Is this going to bring me freedom? When people come into my life, the question is like, is this person bringing me peace? And if they're not, I'm pretty ruthless about removing that person. So you are being invited to figure out what your values are. 
when that question comes to you of around, you know, those people coming into your life or those energies, those whatever it is, the job, the the career, the the home life, what your home looks like, what your home feels like, money, all of it. When it comes into frame, it's like, what is your question? So if my question says, does this bring me peace? Does this bring me freedom? What are your questions to be in alignment? It could be, does this bring me love? Does this bring me joy? Does this bring me excitement? Does this bring me expansion? Does this bring me exploration? Whatever that word is. And then constantly checking in with yourself when you're making choices and decisions in your life to say, does this bring me blank? And if it doesn't, can you be more committed to your truth, to your values, to your worth in order to find out, right? And so a really powerful way to to tap into your values is to actually look at your chart and to look at your second house, okay? This is where we have the Taurus energy naturally and where we see what our values are, what our worth operates from what you know how how we see money how we feel about money (laughs) how we um, share money actually no that's the eighth house leave that out for right now but how we value prosperity how we value material what material things let's say we truly value you're gonna look at that second house and you're gonna say okay what are my values based on the sign that's ruling that house and anything within that house you can go deeper there too so i'll give you guys an example that in my chart in placidus my second house is ruled by sagittarius and my lilith is in my second house and when i tap into (laughs) what what i value what is my word guys what is my word it's peace it's freedom. And these are words that are so linked into the exploration of Sagittarius. What is guiding me is freedom. It is expansion. It is growth. You know, peace comes to me when I grow. When I'm not growing, I'm not in peace. Even when it's uncomfortable. For example, what's going on right now with me, you know, getting ready to move into an RV and so many things have gone wrong. So many hiccups and surprises and like kicks in the face from the universe. So many lessons. But my heart is at peace because I'm about to explore. Because I'm about to go on a journey. All Sagittarius things. If you put my Lilith there too, it's because... I'm about to go wild. I'm about to go instinctually wild and explore through, you know, through the earth, second house, through my body, second house, through a journey, Sagittarius. You know, it's, it's that, that value for me is how I find peace in this life, how I find freedom. Those lead the way for me. So you can look at your second house and question, you know, what are my energies around my values? I'll give you guys another example of like someone who had, for instance, Gemini in the second house. Their values are going to be around intellect. Their values are going to be around curiosity, play, questioning things. Their values are always going to come back to How can I explore and find out more information around 
whatever it is, in order to feel fulfilled. So maybe their words are around, you know, intellect or um, mental stimulation or there's a seeking energy to, to Gemini. And maybe there's an exploratory energy that comes through, but that person that has that second house Gemini is going to want information. So what is the value, right? What is the value when it comes to Gemini? And that's that's for you to figure out if Gemini is ruling your second house. And these are just questions we can come back to to figure out like why we operate the way we operate, why we feel the way we feel, and how we can use something like astrology to tap into okay, how can I live more in alignment with my values, which is what's being asked right now with this transit. You're going to feel the reveal, right? You're going to feel the reveal of the south node. You're going to feel all the shit come up, just like all the stuff. I'll give you guys another example of this right now for me. So I've just gone through my first like grown-up tax season as a business person. Um, For years previous, I've just operated you know, I kind of flush out my numbers, keep my receipts, hand them in. There's no, um, there is no true tracking and keeping and understanding what my money was doing. Um, and this year I, I got to work with my lovely tax lady, money guru. Uh, I hate the word guru, but she's like a money magic soul. And I'm going to have her on the podcast guys. Don't even worry. She's, she's so powerful. So working with her this year brought up so much stuff where I actually thought I was so prepared. I was so prepared to do my taxes. Okay, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do them. We have all this information. We're so ready. Um, And then I had been, I had been totally thrown off by the tax woman I was supposed to work with. I messaged her in November. I said, I'd love to book a consult. She said, no, I don't do it till about four days out. Book with me later messaged in January, same answer, messaged in, I think, March, same answer, messaged in April, same answer. And finally, I was just like, can we book the session to do my taxes? And she didn't respond for five days. <laughs> then she she says that she did respond literally a day before the due date, two days, sorry, two days before the due date. And, um, which I never got this response and literally we got on the phone and she just bitch explained so many things to me before even receiving all the information I had for her, which everything was ready for her. Everything was done for her. Uh, she told me so many things around how I don't need a bookkeeper. I don't need this. I don't need that. It was a very, very interesting conversation where I basically couldn't even get a word in and after this, I got off the phone and I cried for two hours, guys, two hours. Because what this person revealed to me was that I wasn't prepared, okay? Maybe I was, maybe I did my work with my money girl and, you know, she had my information and my data sheets doing their, their job and stuff. But mentally and emotionally, I was completely avoiding this subject. I was completely avoiding the idea of taxes, the idea of looking at what I made last year or how I made it or where it came from or what I spent. I wasn't willing to look at any of it. It was too much for me. And so I, through this teacher, this person, this tax lady that um, was not 
in alignment with me. She was a teacher for me to show me you know, where I haven't been looking. Okay, She was the Scorpio South node for me revealing where I haven't been willing to look at my shit, where I've been avoiding money, where I've been avoiding my taxes, where I've been avoiding all that shit. Okay. She, she was my teacher, my, my growth opportunity. And now I had to go through that moment of stress and frustration and anger. Um, but I feel like you know, I, I grew up so much in that moment then now I'm ready to look at it. I'm actually excited to be in partnership with my money, to be in partnership with taxes, to be in partnership with you know, what's coming in, how it's coming in, where it's coming in, what is, what's going on. Because that actually liberates me to have more freedom, to create more. Okay, this isn't working, I can create this. Oh, this is actually doing great, I can tap more into that. I can see it all on paper, then I actually get to be in partnership with money. And that's what money is really asking of us. It's asking you to be in partnership. So my big lessons <laughs> were around, you know, this, this teacher, this universal teacher coming along and showing me the karmic lessons of what I've been avoiding, what I've been unwilling to look at. And now I get to operate from my values, my values of freedom, my values of peace, what brings me peace, knowing what the hell's going on so that I don't get blindsided at tax season. Huge lesson, huge, huge lesson. What we ignore can fester and we are going to have to detox that festering, that, um, that growth <laughs> that happens within us. We're gonna have to let it go. We're gonna have to detox it, which is Scorpio in order to be in alignment with our values, with our truth. So this is all about the, you know, the safety, the security, the, those big Taurus words, and it's realigning you to create more stability, right? More safety, more security, more of a solid foundation to walk upon. Any earth sign does that, right? It creates foundation, it creates stability, it makes things practical and tangible if we can use it to our advantage. So right now you have a moment to use this for your advantage, to grow and to expand and to figure out what the hell you value. So that's my question for you today. That's it, it's so simple. What are your values? And are you living in alignment with them? Because if not, it's time to shift something, change something, it's time to grow. And if you are living in alignment with your values, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my values are this, this, and this, and I'm totally in alignment with them, I'm celebrating you so hard. But I can guarantee for most of you listening, you have got some work to do because me too. Me too. So let's do it, right? Let's do it. Let's tap in to our cosmic codes and let's figure it all out. And speaking of your cosmic codes, I'm going to invite you to join me in the Purpose Codes on June 23rd, not July 23rd, June 23rd, to go deeper into why you incarnated, okay? These values that we talked about today is one little signature, but your chart is this multi-dimensional, multi-million point, multi-faceted thing. You know, it's your blueprint. And there's so many points we can look at to understand like why we're here. We can look at the karmic energies, we can look at the pain points, but I actually want to show you your mastery. I want to show you your soul's path because the whole point of looking at karma, the whole 
The whole point of looking at the past lives is to heal so we can do our work here. And often, yeah, healing is part of our work here. And it'll be so linked into those purpose codes. It's not even funny. It's all going to link together. And I want to show you. I want to show you your purpose codes. I want to show you your North Star. I want to show you your life school. I want to show you like who is guiding you. What is your assistant here on earth? Because you've got one, I promise. I use mine in my work. And when you guys tap into the purpose codes with me, you'll be like, oh yeah, of course your, your guide is that. Um, I want to show you this stuff so that you guys can live in better alignment with who you truly are are, what feels good, what your natural flow is, because this is one of the most life-changing things I've ever gone through was understanding my coding and my purpose codes through my cosmic blueprint helped me, you know, stop meeting resistance. It helped me stop hitting my head against the wall because I was going in the wrong direction. And let me tell you, I was going in the wrong direction. So I'm going to show you where is like, where is that natural flow state? It's going to be completely aligned with your values. What is going to ma- make you naturally feel good? And what are you learning? How are you expanding? What are you here to do? So join me on June 23rd for this two and a half hour masterclass. It's going to be probably the most information filled masterclass workshop I have ever taught. So be prepared to come in with an open heart and open mind so that you can learn so much about yourself in just two and a half hours. And I'm so excited to connect with you because this is going to be one of the most fun workshops that I've ever taught. It's going to be so much fun. So I will put the link for that in in the show notes here so that you have an easy access to that. Hop in, join me. It's going to be so good. You're going to work with a really intimate, powerful group of souls who are just ready, you know, to do more here on earth, to be in greater alignment, to be more excited. So I'm sending you so much love on this beautiful, beautiful day. I hope that you are feeling more aligned, more purposeful, more filled with your true values. And I hope you know, you know, how to take that next step forward. Have a beautiful day. 